night for the fans on KKD. KKSE FM HD1 Brookfield Denver Boulder. The home of your world champion, Denver Nuggets. This is Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Denver, Colorado. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. It's Kreckman and Lindahl. And it's all Chicago in this one. Justin Fields with four touchdown passes. He's only thrown one in completion. As it's a touchback. And Denver will start at the 25-yard line. It's inside the five-yard line. First down. Turn around hand it off. Says the running back. They're throwing. Wilson has time. Good protection. To the end zone. Wide open. Touchdown. Brandon Johnson. His third touchdown of the season. And a big drive for Denver. They had to have it. Like I said, fake like you're going to hand it off. Little wide receiver. Well, it's hot here in Chicago today. And Sean Payton didn't bring a short sleeve shirt, so he's making one into a three-quarter shirt now. I saw the AWS stats. <laughs> A little hot under the collar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that help? I mean, I guess it. A little more airflow. A little more airflow. Yeah, it feels stagnant. Yeah. Gotta change something. <laughs> well, whatever works for you. Wilson over the middle. Caught touchdown. Cortland Sutton. And the Denver offense has come to life in the second half. Russell Wilson and the Broncos three for three on third downs on that drive. First and ten, play fake, pressure's coming, Fields lost the football, Cooper scoops it up, off to the races, and he will score! Benito knocked the ball out, and Cooper, Fields' former Ohio State teammate, takes it back. Tenth play of the drive. With 3.11 to go, it's third down and five. Herbert, can he sneak through again? No, stopped a yard shy of a first down. Turner Yell, getting the start for Justin Simmons, makes the play. It's fourth down and one. They go for it. And I don't think he got there. I just, I know you guys say you like it. Why not go for it the first time? I like keeping the ball in Justin Fields' hands. Everybody in this stadium knew that that ball was going to Khalil Herbert. I mean, you're in field goal range. Wow. Third and ten. Wilson in the shotgun. He will throw. On the slant, Sutton could not hold on. Good coverage on the play by the rookie Terrell Smith. And now Sean Payton will send out Will Lutz, who was his kicker for a while in New Orleans, to attempt the field goal. Lutz is 0 for 1 on 50-yard attempts this season. This one's on the way, and it is good! And the Broncos take the lead. Third down and 13. Santos' career long is 55 yards. Pressure coming. Fields over the middle. Intercepted! Picked off by Jackson, and he goes to the ground. And the Broncos will escape with their first win of the year. Here's Nate Kreckman and Andy Lindahl. 
No detail left out right there. That'll do it for Crackman and Windall. <laughs> Thanks for... <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. It's Monday. We're here. It's Victory Monday, Andy. Victory Monday. We get to do one. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey. Can I tell you... Tell me. The emotional struggle inside me yesterday. <laughs> you do know what I did Saturday, right? I know Bright what you and did. early. I know what you did. You know did. who I watched? Who doesn't even need to set his feet in a proper base to get a skyrocket pass off? So anyway. Both those quarterbacks in Boulder on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. there was a lot of talent to be had. Yeah, there was. A lot was. of skill positions that you could go. That that could help the Broncos. Those are two future NFL starting quarterbacks right yeah. there in Caleb and Shadour. That that thing was a treat. It got fun for sure. It really did. It was thank God it ended the way that it did. Yeah. That that Colorado walked off the field showing up feeling good all of those things and moral victories whatever you know lincoln's had a little bit more time than dion has had so far colorado's gonna look like that in not too long yeah you'd like to from what you hear in the rumor pipeline of the recruiting you would think so look Mm -hmm. i think they showed you know what was cool for colorado fans um you actually had some freshmen come in you haven't heard of and then they started balling Right. Oh, Marion Miller. Omarion. Omarion Miller. Yeah, be careful. Shador oh, yeah. corrected. Omarion <laughs> Miller. Shador yelled Shador at Shador made sure mm-hmm. everybody knew. Omarion Miller. He was Shador. But I mean, when was the last time really that you saw that? You know what I mean? Right. Like for Colorado, anybody that's been good has had to play. They Just did not care what year was next to your name. Some four-star freshman yeah. like, hey, why don't you go out there and kick ass and Let's wow. see change it up. That kid's incredible. But. Oof. They got so, talent. They yeah, have talent. Now, we don't know if Shadour's coming out or not, but mm-hmm. I will tell you, to watch Caleb Williams, dude, I almost put a, just a highlight together. I started taking video of him yeah. just to show you the 15 different ways that he can release the football and get some RPMs on that thing. Mm-hmm. So Here's what's crazy, okay? And I, what were the 30 credentialed scouts, NFL scouts, I believe, were in attendance the, the for that game. The place is packed. You could not move yeah. around the sidelines. There were so many people there. You, you walk out of that game and you're like, okay, like, I think Caleb Williams just reinforced a lot of things. You know, he throws six touchdowns in that game, but also like there's just NFL talent everywhere on that offense. Shador, it was like, oh, oh, this guy's just straight up carrying this offense yeah. at the moment. And that fourth and five throw just did, put it in the Louvre. I mean, that freaking throw that that dude made without planting to put it in the only place it could get caught by your guy. Shout out to Miller for making that catch. Um, but that uh, Shador Sanders, those scouts had to walk out of there going like, okay, like this isn't a finished product, but this dude has all of the talent. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I'm sure got a few people salivating. Yeah. We'll just put it to you that way. Um, and then I don't know, look, this, here's the thing. If this can become the turnaround victory for the Broncos, I'm here for it. You know, uh, I know you're looking at me that way. I get it. Here's the, I want you to have it. It's no, Victory Monday. No, but, it's but yours. Nate, until we see that. In, I don't it's know, dude. Look, it's, it is Victory Monday. Yes. But Broncos win. You know, you watch some of these other teams and you're just going, all right. Now, look, I, I credit to the I coaches, Kareem, whoever it was. Yes. He apparently simplified some things in the second half. 
so that guys knew better who the hell it was apparently they were covering than what we saw in the first half, right? Because yes. they did not blow. I could not believe how wide open. Now, with the tight end, unfortunately, I've seen that movie under Vance, Co- Vance Joseph coach defense. Mm-hmm. Remember George Kittle running free through all the green grass and uh, candlestick once upon a time or I wherever they were. Okay, that's, that was, that that was Cole Komet. That was Cole Komet there quite a, a bit. He had a day. Until um, he didn't. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's like they figured out who they were supposed to be covering. Nick Benito, you know, and good on him. I don't know why it took so long to get here, but if the old guys that are making a lot of money are grumpy and don't really want to play, then I'm all for you playing Nick Benito and Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning. You Put Sanders out there. Give him a few rushes. Sanders, to his credit, I thought got better as the game went along. Yeah. You know, he was screwing some stuff up at the beginning, but <laughs> There's, he got better as it went along. To, to paraphrase Sean Payton, there is nobody without dirty hands on that Bronco defense. No, man, that thing was brutal at times. And look, they started stopping some people. Um, again, does it carry over to the Jets? See, then I watched the Jets game. Victory and I Monday, was like, baby. Oh, victory Monday. It carries. This it carries is going to be interesting. On a victory Monday. Well, the Jets game, the Jets game got a little interesting, too. Sure they didn't did. end up winning. Sure did. But Zach Wilson has actually looked for two quarters like the guy they thought they drafted. Zach Wilson, after the game last night, Zach Wilson sounded like somebody that recognizes that the quarterback has an inordinate amount of responsibility and a massive impact on whether his team wins or loses. That's a big step forward for Zach Wilson. Yeah, until he, I, you know, then he dropped the snap. <laughs> well, that's what he was talking about. He, I know. He put it on himself. I know, but still. It, it give him a little... Credit for taking blame, baby steps. Yeah, yeah, good for him. That um, Jets that, defense yeah, does some stuff. It could be an issue. Yeah, they're... they're you you got to know who's blocking who. You're, you're going to have to. Yeah, more so than the Bears. The Bears did equal their um, season-long pass rush production with Asak yesterday, so they did manage to do that mm-hmm. yeah the bears that was an interesting i was like what is going on okay this team's just bad i saw caleb williams that'll be the you're, you'll have the inside track dude that derby's wide open by the sure let me is. ask you this real quick after taking in a day of football yesterday the nfl thrives off of the 500 mediocrity right there's a lot of it a lot of it i feel like this year we're getting more you're not very good or you're really good. I don't think it's been this way in a while. The Patriots are not very good. No. The Broncos right now do not feel very good. No. Maybe they changed something. Hey, the Jets. Vic- Victory Monday. We're no, not, no, we're I not know, talking but the like Jets, that today. Come on. The Jets are the Jets are not very good. <laughs> no. But there's not. more teams that are not very good than I feel like there's been in a while. Minnesota can't decide if they want to be good. They're super weird. Um, How about Kirk Cousins yeah. yesterday? Throws a 99-yard pick six. Does the hustle thing only to get depleted by a DB? Yeah, <laughs> that's why you just that. That's why you just veer off and take a friendlier angle, Kirk Cousins. Well, you do the Desmond Ritter thing where I'm trying to outrun it, but I see there's a linebacker between yeah. you and me, and I'm not going to go get my shoulder busted. I up. don't need to get killed. That's okay. They pay me a lot of money to do this. Did you enjoy the Disney highlights? Did you catch any of this Toy Story? I highlights? did. I the. Bijan Robinson uh, yeah. juking the the dude out of his shorts. That was that certainly was fun. I put the game on. I I had the game on, and then I opened my phone, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the Toy Story thing." So I put it on. The kids paid attention for I don't know 120 seconds or so, and and then I was like, then they left the room, and we still had it on, and 
then I looked at Abby and I was like, we can just put the regular game on. We don't have to leave this on. And that was good enough. Yeah. The highlights were fun. Yeah. The, the little, the fire, the guy going fiery on the pick six. The technology behind it. It's crazy. Is cool. Yeah. They yes. did that for hockey. It was pretty cool right. when they did it for hockey well, last year at the end that, of the year. The Mean Green or whatever that green, show yeah, was. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, they had some fun with it. I mean, whatever. Yes. It, it's their answer to the Nickelodeon game for those wondering. They weren't going to let Nickelodeon have all the... Fun with SpongeBob hey, a, and all that. It's a Victory Monday. We like things on a Victory Monday. All right. Uh, the other thing. Have we jumped the shark already on Taylor and Travis? I mean, I got it. <laughs> you're dating. It's cool. Hope you're having all the fun. <laughs> they seem to be. I, For me, next time, please keep inviting Blake Lively and feel free to sit next to her, Taylor. Don't let her leave the screen. I'm all right with that. Just be by her the whole time. Maybe Ryan Reynolds slips in there, too, but we're good. We're good. Frankly, we're we're good there now, aren't we? And you know what? I Oh, they, it's it's not going away. No, I know. They go to break. I had some Swifties come after me. I was just trying to give you some props on Twitter and half the Swifties came oh, after it's... me. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> but it is totally a marketing move. I'm like, oh my God, are movies and theaters? Yeah. It's a marketing. And then of course I had 15 Swifties. Yeah, she's already sold out. She doesn't need him. And I was just like, I'm just pointing out that Nate Kreckman right. said this is all marketing. I just was acknowledging my guy was right. I don't think this is a real relationship. Listen, nerds, do you people not understand that when famous people are already famous, you know how they stay famous? And rich. By everybody looking at them, yeah. okay? She doesn't need it. Oh. No, you, well, but again, the NFL would very much like her to play the halftime show. Hey. You know the NFL. That was probably Goodell's box there, right? Oh, yeah. Wherever she was, they were like, all right, like, camera's all lined up. We, Let's do it. We, we got Usher. We don't really want Usher, okay? Yeah, yeah. We all. Remember that year they kept adding acts? to it i think that they, wasn't they that like, the that was the cold play year wasn't it i think you're right they, was that the broncos they named 50 um no 50 was no because i thought it was cold play then they had a beyonce and then bruno mars had to show up yet again was it that year i confuse these things yeah because i got pictures yeah, of Yeah, bruno mars yeah. was the the first. He was also the 48. Yeah. No, Coldplay was the first. You were right. Coldplay was the first. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of people were like, I don't need to be sad at halftime on right, Super Bowl right. Sunday. And then, so get somebody else. And then they got Beyonce, and everyone was like, okay, thank you. Thank you. you but then all of a sudden, the Bruno Mars got in there again, and my 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 sports uh, paranoia got kicked up because he was playing Bruno Mars is at the one with the chili Turned peppers in okay. 48 where they got smoked. Hey. I'm like, if Bruno Mars costs us another Super Bowl. Von Miller was enough that day to kill any Bruno yeah, Mars. Yeah, he was not jinx. worried about Bruno Mars. You're Bruno, good to go right there. Bruno Mars, like 5'5". Five, five. Um, yeah, he's not tall. No. <laughs> I, I, I saw Nikola Jokic talking to reporters today. Maybe that's why I'm in such a good mood today. Maybe, well, maybe that's funny. why I'm in all of my Victory Monday joy right he's fun. now. No, hey, man, it's look, this <laughs> could Victory be. Victory Monday. Listen, hey. this, this could be. We'll talk about it at some point. 14 and 3. At some point, I want us to pick. Okay. Yeah. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> Victory Monday. At some point, I want us to pick the game that says if it's real or not. With what? With the Broncos. Oh, Where, what win would have to be achieved? Are you doing this to me on Victory Monday? For you to buy in. Because it's real. Okay, it is real. Mm-hmm. It's that, just. Yeah. I told you. That doesn't match up with my Victory Monday feelings right now. I should have made you come up. Hey, man. I, you know. It was proven. 
It was proven yesterday that there is without question somebody that's worse at this than the Broncos. Well, there's three question. or four somebody's. Guess what? Guess who somebody is that's not enjoying his life? Did you catch that Dallas game? Mm, yeah. 35. Huh, Bill? His biggest loss ever. He's just rubbing his face out of just... <laughs> He's got the what the hell look. Bill never had the what the hell look before. He's got the now what the he's hell got Mac look. Jones. He's just wearing the what the hell look all the time. Just benched Mac Jones <laughs> yeah. in the third quarter. They claimed he didn't. I didn't bench him. Why keep him in there? No, we get why not keeping him in there. But you benched him. Just call it what it was. Victory Monday, everybody. Victory Monday. Victory Monday. I I tell you what. When we come back, I realized something as I, as I watched Broncos Bears, and I've. I've had this thought numerous times in my life. Yesterday, without a doubt, um, a a thought, a ponderance that I have had for a long time about the NFL was officially confirmed for me. And I'm going to tell you what that is when we come back. We have so much to do today on the show. Jeff Legwald's going to join us on the program. That's going to be an awful lot of fun. We have Nugget Sound. We have Michael Malone. We have Nikola Jokic. We have Jamal Murray. It's it's all locked and loaded for today's program. It's a Victory Monday. You know what we do on Victory Monday? Slap rear ends. That's what I'm talking about. I was like, about, we do a lot everybody. of things. What do you want? Yes. Uh, we can smack some We can call the, the HR office. He's <laughs> like, what all do we do? Hey, you, you got, don't blame me for the delay. We haven't had a Victory Monday. Did we do one for the Rams? So it's been a month since a Victory Monday. It's been a while. We only had one in preseason. Yeah. And yeah. now we've only... We got a victory Monday. We didn't um, have any in September. Get yourself a handful of you supple cheek. None in none, September. None the none. entire month. But you know, just like Sean Payton's record, mm-hmm. the winning starts in October. <laughs> <laughs> victory Monday. Dang it. Give some smacks on the rear. 30933. Uh, that's our old text number. 303 <laughs> I just gave out a text line number. What we the haven't hell used just happened. In like Two and a half years, maybe? Yeah, it's been a minute. A year and a half yeah, I just yeah, did that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ours. Maybe it was the last Victory Monday was when I actually did well, that. It's been a while. Could be, yeah. 303-504-0925 yeah. is how you send text messages to our radio show. Uh, but, yeah, when we come back, um, a thought I've had about the NFL was confirmed. I'll tell you what that is next. Kreckman and Lindahl. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. I think I spend more time like focused on, you know, when to lean, how to lean, you know, and I, I would love to have been sitting here 3-0, getting ready to play this team, leading, leaning hard and, and just going, you know. Um, but you're still learning a little bit um, about these guys and, and probably the same way, vice versa. Um I know what it takes. I, I know what it looks like. And uh, look, I was I was proud of Lutz going in there, you know, hitting that field goal. Um, the last time we were here, he hit a walk-off field goal in overtime. You know, I, I can't recall what year it was COVID because there wasn't a lot of people watching. But um, but I was proud of him. Um, so many guys just kind of hanging in there. But um, we'll keep grinding. Um, you know, it's it's. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> that's that's Sean Payton after a dub right there. <laughs> how many uh <laughs> look. 
How many how many swerves? It was like a teenager driving on ice for the first time, that game-winning kick. Right. I was like, oh, it's going to miss. Oh, it's coming back in. Oh, wait. No, yeah, it's through. Hey, Lutzi's our dude now. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a dude that can kick a game winner. Okay. That's There we go. He can be... He giveth and he taketh, but yesterday he giveth, all right? There there was a part of me that just wanted a tie. I, we had so many texts about a tie. I know. Just I to know. laugh. Look, I don't like the position. It's Monday. I'm glad. It's a victory, it's victory Monday. Monday. It's victory Monday. Victory Monday. Yeah. Yes. Woo! Broncos win. They Smack win. Rear. So I'm watching that game yesterday, okay? And I'm watching specifically the game day operations as conducted by Chicago Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. Sure. Mm-hmm. That guy. And look, I I know. I I come in here on Mondays and I'm 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 Mr. I know what that guy should have done. I I get the whole Monday morning quarterbacking, armchair, all that, smarter on my couch, et cetera, et cetera. But I know that I could be an NFL head coach at least as well as Matt Eberflus. You're convinced? Or at least as badly as Matt Eberflus. Okay. I, I could do that job. Mm-hmm. You could call a timeout. Uh-huh. When your team has them on edge as to whether you're really going to snap the ball or not on fourth and one. Uh-huh. Only to line up in a shotgun mm-hmm. and hand it off to the guy. While he's five yards behind well, the line yeah, of scrimmage. He made a one-yard gain, a six-yard attempt. And run behind your worst offensive lineman yeah. and have Alex Singleton easily dispatch him, go across his face, and make an easy tackle. Yeah. I, the, here's what's crazy about that that late-game situation. That that fourth and one that the, that the Bears had was really there was almost no way to screw it up except for what Eberflus he created away did he did like I I would have had no problem with them kicking the field goal you're the Bears you've lost 13 in a row you have a late game lead like I could look at that decision and I could say you know what take the take the points take the lead there is there is at least sound reasoning in that decision right there I can look at that 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 in-game decision and say Okay, I'm more of a go-for-it-on-fourth-down guy, but I at least get what you're doing. Yeah, here's why the field goal probably would have been the prudent choice. You're playing another 0-3 team, and they've gotten in their own way, too. Yes. So They're pretty good that's at that. probably where you probably should have just said, let me see if they get in their own way on this final drive. Instead, you give a massive juice. Mm-hmm. Russ comes out and throws a beautiful ball to Mims, which, again, I don't know why we refuse to give more looks to Mims, but whatever. I thought Mims could have scored on that play. Yeah. I, I, I thought if he just turns on the Jets, like Brisker was yeah. was coming in, but I think if Mimsy just turns on the Jets, I think he has it. But it's whatever. It's late in the game. It's fourth quarter. Fatigue sets in, all those things. Yeah, okay. they said it was hot there. Yeah, yeah. But for those that, I mean, to me, I, I understood why the Bears would have gone for it. Yes, but if you... You go for it right there on on fourth down. It's fourth and one. You pick up the first. You essentially run out the clock. Yeah. Uh, you Cairo Santos kicks your game winner. Boom. But if he misses, they don't get the ball back at least. Yeah. And and so again, like either one of those options is good. And oh by the way, we should mention you have the most 
with all due respect to Lamar Jackson, who's insane, you have the most athletic quarterback in the NFL. Just shove it, do the tush push. Yeah, how they push his butt and and pick up a first down. Who was it? I think it, I want to say it was Jason McCourty was saying on Good Morning Football today that when Justin Fields went up there, the Broncos were slow to shift in, and that's where he had his opening to just go ahead and snap the ball. Right. Crease them and, and, and get your yard. And honestly, like a a better, more competent, more confident quarterback probably just slaps his center and says, "Just give me the ball," and picks it up himself. You know, but he's he's Justin Fields, and so he requires you permission. know the, the, permission exactly by the coach who's probably going to lose his job. And then there's option three, and that's what the Bears did, which was to try the dummy cadence. Draw the Broncos off. Doesn't work. You call timeout. You give Denver another chance to take a look at it. And then you go back out there and you run shotgun handoff when, and Tiki Barber said it on the broadcast, everybody in the place knows the ball is going to Khalil Herbert. And they did so anyway. Like there were multiple good options on the table and the Bears took none of them. Yeah, that's why you're 0-3. Yeah. Um, well, now 0-4. 0-4. 0-4. And again, 4. it was just such a weird... Lost Zach, 14 in a row. Zach Wilson and Justin Fields of the same draft class. Mm-hmm. Now, Mac Jones, also of that draft class, just yeah. had an awful day. Tough one. Tough one. But, like, Fields and Wilson put together now, you know, Wilson, Justin it Fields. was like the second quarter and the third quarter, but they each put a a half together of good football where you're like, that's the dude we drafted. That was the best game Justin Fields has ever played. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. the NFL level. It, yeah. it truly was. Okay. Back to Matt Eberflus for a moment. Who's Art, yeah. in-game decision-making is atrocious enough. Then there was Matt Eberflus in the post game. Again, I'm not going to pretend for one second that being an NFL head coach is, is easy having to stand up and address issues with your you know with your team to reporters protecting state secrets and anonymity and all those sorts of things like I I I know it's not the easiest thing but I know I could be better at it than Matt Eberflus okay to wit so Chase Claypool was inactive yesterday for the Bears Remember when they traded a second round pick to get him? Yeah, it's a good to be like one a too. Big deal. The number it was the number thirty three pick. That's yeah, a good pick. Ba- yeah, yeah. And they they traded it to get Chase Claypool. And um, the Claypool's had issues with the coaching staff, issues in w- w- with his effort. Like we all you know followed this story last week leading up to this game. And then Chase Claypool doesn't play yesterday. He's inactive. After the, wasn't even in the building. Wasn't even in the building after the game. Uh, Matt Eberflus, Bears head coach, was asked. Hey, where was the guy that you guys traded a very high second, basically a first-round pick, to acquire? Where was that guy today? And this is what Matt Eberflus did. Yeah, so uh, when you look at actors or inactors every single week, what we do is we, you know, obviously evaluate, you know, meetings, we evaluate walkthroughs, we evaluate practice, um, and we do that every single week. And then we, we declare actors or inactors based on that. And uh, that's how it works. Claypool was inactive. Was he not here today? Um, he was not here. Did you guys tell him to stay home? No. Is he chose to stay home. No. He he chose. What are you asking? Why is he not at the stadium today, like the other inactive players? I'm not sure. So it's his choice. We 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 are we told him that it was a choice, and he's he's at home right now. 
Was he aware that he was going to be inactive before he talked to the media on Friday? What's that? Was he aware that he was going to be inactive before he talked to the media on Friday, or did his comments play a role? No, we always make inactives uh, right before the game. So was did his comments Friday about being upset with how he was being used factor into the decision to make him inactive? It did not. Do you anticipate him still being with the team? Was this a one-week inactive thing, or is he is he going to be on ice for a Yes, while? I anticipate that. Yep. You expect him in the building tomorrow? Yeah. Dude. Dude. He's, that's a guy that's realizing he's not even in the stadium as he's getting asked the questions, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And then he's got to, what do you keep asking? What are you doing? Wait, what's going on? Wait, you what? Can, you can almost hear the panic in his voice. I really don't know where that dude is. Did you ask him to stay home today? No. So it was his choice to stay home. What are you asking? No. What are you asking? Okay. That all went so well that after the game... According to Chicago reporters, a Bears team spokesman is now clarifying that the team asked Chase Claypool to stay home from the game. Which was the story Which given was, throughout the broadcast. Yeah. On, so even the broadcast team seemed to know mm-hmm. Chase Claypool was asked not to show up today. And because uh, the report broke Saturday night, they'd take a sixth for him right now. Yeah. They just want to trade him. They want him gone. Yeah. So they're not going to risk him getting hurt. And their offense looked better without him. Yeah, he's, but clearly he's not a good vibe in the locker room. That guy right there, okay, I could do that better than him. Yeah, you, just, yeah. Just tell the truth. It's really simple on that one. And stick to the team line, okay? We asked him to stay home. It was a team decision. The end. Yeah. That's all you had to do. Like, that. that right there is, you know, as that game, when it got to 28-14, to 14, you're kind of like, I can see the tide shifting right here. Because Sean Payton, and to his credit, Russell Wilson, Sean and Russ know how to win games like that, okay? They can beat somebody that has no idea what they're doing. Even with all of the injuries, this collection of talent, this historically bad defense, they can beat you if you have no idea what you're doing. And we saw that yesterday. Like, that's the difference between, like, competent professionals and whatever you would call the Chicago Bears and Matt Eberflus. Yeah, it's... I can't uh, even say the name. Eberflus. 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 It's it's interesting because he gave us the cool guy answer explaining to us how game day inactives were. Right. I'm aware. Thanks, pal. Uh, Is that really how you do it? Yeah, by the way, so I'm aware how game day inactives work. Are you aware that your player's not in the building? (laughs) Oh, you're not. Cool. Uh Uh-huh. Carl. Uh Uh-huh. All right, I got no more questions for you because apparently you weren't in the meeting. Maybe your future was discussed too mm-hmm. when they actually discussed getting rid of this guy. What's the name of their GM? Uh, Poles. Pole. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Poles. Poles yeah. yeah. They showed him in the booth. Well, they showed him in the booth in the first half. He got a little bit of the Taylor Swift treatment. He suddenly moved further back in the booth as they got to the second half. The last, the last shot that they showed of it, there's just the guy rubbing his temples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did a great job finding Bears fans with bags oh, on their the heads. Oh, the bags were great, and they're just <laughs> booing. They knew they were on TV. The, 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 the craziest thing about that game, the weirdest thing, why this Victory Monday is maybe the weirdest Victory, Victory Monday. Monday that I felt in a while was the Bronco fans and Bear fans had to switch emotion at halftime. Really I don't did. know that I've ever seen it like that. They really did. That was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it was it, it was a thing yesterday. It really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident I could be as bad an NFL head coach as Matt Eberflus. That felt like a Michael Scott scene right there. Remember where he goes in and he's got the lawyer? He gets his own lawyer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
because this lawyer is trying to represent him in what the sexual harassment case or something. And then he figures out that, oh, the company's lawyer is my lawyer. He's going to fire his lawyer right there. That's what that felt like right there. I was waiting for Eberflus to declare bankruptcy. Yes, I declare bankruptcy. It's <laughs> not how it works. It's Gregman and Lindahl. It's a victory Monday. The Broncos win. HR person sticks their head in. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Just that little Shanahan commuter finger. Chat with you. Come here. Real quick. Um, smacks on the rear. Got to get it going. We're smacking rears. A lot of people have given us their own sanity. Got a smack on the rear. Hey. Hey. It's Victory Monday. Broncos win. The Big V. That's right. One in three. This is what it feels like. It's Altitude Sports Radio. Text Altitude Sports Radio 925-303-504-0925. The Shop Mazda text line. The Shop Mazda text line. Shop Mazda. One price, one person, one hour. Well, it's hot here in Chicago today, and Sean Payton didn't bring a short sleeve shirt, so he's making one into a three-quarter shirt now. I saw the AWS stats. <laughs> a little hot under the collar. <laughs> yeah. What does that help? I mean, I guess it, a, little a little more breeze. airflow. Yeah, a little air airflow. Breeze. It feels yeah. stagnant. Yeah. Got to change something. <laughs> um, the sleeves were, look, it, was a, it wasn't a new pullover, but they got kind of this elastic finish right by your wrist that was a little like almost like you know there was no air getting in and out and so we had to give it some air um it it was just uh like an, a tight fit around the wrist so we made it a loose fit i hate hate when there's tight elastic on the wrists of a shirt or jacket. I'm with Sean Payton on that one. Yeah. That's enough to drive you insane. Got to have some breathable. Got to be able to pull it up. So Now, I, for one, like, I, I would just do, like, the angry guy thing and just, like, reach down and grab the cuff and just yank on it till it loosens up a little bit. Sean Payton, he staffs that job out. He gets a guy with scissors. Cut come these over things and- off. <laughs> Free me. Cut me, Mick. That was a Andrew Catalan, Matt Ryan, Tiki Barber experience yesterday. Well, we a lot of a lot of commentating going on for that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I that was the first Matt Ryan game that I've watched in entirety. I thought he was great. Yeah, I'd be I'm glad they got him Tiki to balance it out. Yes. But at one point he was just appalled at many things he was watching. He should have been from both sides of the football. <laughs> it was so. it's like, hey Matt. They told you you were doing Broncos Bears today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you should be aware it's of not the, the marquee matchup broadcast you're about to get in front of you. Um, so here's a here's a factoid. This feels contrary to Victory Monday, but also like we we do have to live in reality for just a moment. Mike Sando had this today in the Athletic, Andy. The Broncos' current defense, okay. <laughs> Yes, this one, this the 2023 one. version. Yes. Okay, so using the the uh, sort of catch-all stat of expected points added per game through the first four games of a season, okay? Since, to quote Cohen, in the year 2000, there have been 766 NFL defenses, okay? okay. 32 a year. Since 2000, 766 going by EPA per game through the first four games of a season, Mm. your 2023 Broncos out of 766 are 
766. The worst. They are the worst defense by that metric through four games since the turn of the century. Yes. That, I, and I would believe it. That's them. Yeah. You, you should. I, yes. Mm-hmm. There's not. You know, you get some stats, and you're like, wow, that surprises me. Right? Like, Russell Wilson somehow has thrown more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. How's that possible? Uh, that stat you read right there, mm-hmm. no shock at all. Mm-hmm. Their tackling is terrible. Their ability to cover people quite often is not good. But you know what? They figured it out in the second half. Whatever the fix was, I hope it just stays for the Jets game. Opponents are completing 78% of their pass attempts this year. That is the lowest mark in the league. Like, opponent completion rate is 78%. Yeah, there was Tua in there, but Jimmy, Sam Howell, Justin Fields. And you're allowing them to complete 78% of their throws. I tweeted it yesterday. Vance Joseph fixed Justin Fields. Justin Fields looked confident back there. Yeah. The Broncos pass rush wasn't doing much. And he got into a rhythm. He was pretty comfortable back there yesterday. Khalil Herbert was pretty good, too. He was good, too. They had a run game. They they had it all cooking for a while there. I mean, it was a... They it was had guys a wide open everywhere. 28-7 to seven game at one point. Um that play call on the scoop and score. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. That's where you're too cute for your own good. <laughs> yeah, that's you, you you have your quarterback turn his back to the pass rush and then you don't block Nick Benito. And then Fields makes it worse by trying to like jump throw. And Benito was like, okay, thank you. Rips it out of his hands. Cooper is there. Boom, scoop and score. Yeah, that was so Jeff Legwald talked to us last week about punching the bruise, make a bruise, and you keep punching it. That was Mike Shanahan philosophy, yeah. meaning I run the same stuff till you show me you figured out a way to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um what the Bears did yesterday was not only quit punching the bruise, but hand you an ice pack for it. I'm sorry about that. Here you go. Did this that, will feel better. Was that uncomfortable? Um Javante Williams goes down with the hip injury yesterday. Hopeful that he's able to play this week uh, against Schefter the Jets. tweeted he should be okay. Jaleel McLaughlin. Again, it's funny what happens when you just give the ball to the fast guy. Yeah, and you create some, and again, you get him on the outside, you create mm-hmm. some lanes. I remember, you know what else made me laugh on his touchdown? Um, I tweeted out, I think on their second drive, the Broncos are the worst scream team ever since DT left. And someone's like, they just scored. I got tweeted back by some angry, apparently, defender at that point. This is in the first half. They just scored on a screen. No, they scored on the screen because Jaleel McLaughlin outran everybody and didn't need to wait for his blocking to set up. Did you see the one where Garrett Bowles actually took him out while missing a block? (laughs) Did you see the other screen where Jerry Judy again Jerry Judy, don't go at Rod Smith, okay? You, you can be all big mad that people are tweeting about it and whatever. Yeah. But you go at Rod Smith. Rod both jumped for balls that would have been 50-50, which you gave up on one as the safety came over. Mm-hmm. And he also could block in the run game and the receiving game. Again, he just flat just didn't even get a hand on a DB that blew up another screen. But McLaughlin's fast. And guess what? Speed makes up for stuff. Get him the ball. Get him the ball him in space. Him and Mims, just play him, dude. Yeah. Just he's, play him. He shouldn't be that hard. He makes guys miss. Uh, Jal- Jaleel McLaughlin is fun, okay? Especially that toss play. You guys are good at the toss play. Run the, that till they stop it. The magic of Samaj P. Ryan 
from preseason has dissipated a bit. Yeah, he is tried. There was one point where he just wants to be the hammer, and I'm like, look, man, you showed us pretty good speed yeah. in camp. Yeah. Stop trying to be that. You don't need to hammer. You don't need to headbutt everybody. Of the ball-carrying options at the moment, he has a distant third out of three. Yeah, well, depending on what happens with uh, Javante. Did Javante look right to you before the hip injury? I quite honestly, that's the first day where I was like, all right, does he have heavy legs? Just there wasn't quite the pep there. He's not. He's not having a bad year. Like I no, give that dude credit. A he's a he is a physical freak that he's even out there, and I give him all the credit in the world. He doesn't like look like he did before the injury. He just doesn't. There's been flashes of it, but on a consistent play in play out basis, it's just not there. That's to be expected. Okay, the dude is coming off an ACL, but then when you're like, oh, hip thing, you're like. Yeah, he's probably running weird. He's trying to play the way that he needs to play at the moment. Either way, um, it's it. He's just he's not exactly the same guy, which is not his fault. He's coming off an ACL. Give Jaleel McLaughlin the ball more, and you saw yesterday. Hey, cool things can happen with this offense when you get it to the fast guy. Well, again, with McLaughlin and Mims. Put them mm-hmm. on the same side. Yeah. Make them worried about the speed. They kept talking about how early on they were worried about the speed. And I was like, what speed do you refer to, sir? Right. Tiki? I think it was Tiki. Who? What, what speed are you talking about? Mims is barely out there. You know, and Mims had another nice kick return. I mean, look, you guys drafted these guys. Mm-hmm. Look, even if you get back on track against the Jets, and, and let, you know, play your young guys, okay? I, Drew Sanders was the perfect example. He got better as the game went along. Just play some of these dudes. You know, Mimsy had the muffed kickoff yesterday, yeah, and that's a well, disaster. Well, guess what? I fully expect Jaleel McLaughlin's going to fumble a few times this He's year. Blow okay, some blocks and Marvin Mims is going to make the occasional mistake that young NFL players make. But these guys have a chance to be the future of your offense at the skill position with some actual speed and explosiveness, which the Broncos haven't had since what feels like 2013. Give a, give a tip of the... You know what? I'll give a first smack on the rear. Yes. Smack um, it. Smack that rear. I'll give a now. It's not. I'm not going in hot. Victory Monday. But I'm giving you a nice. I'm giving you a, a, just a, as you walk by, just okay. a quickie to mm-hmm. little Jordan Humphrey. LJ. He had that catch, and he actually he fought for the yardage, got to north get the and first south. down. Finally, a throw it short of the sticks play on third down did him some good. Everybody else can pull it off. Broncos have never been able to. I don't remember the last time that the Broncos converted a third and long where they threw short of the sticks and actually got it. Right. The I guy don't actually remember. made the effort required to get <laughs> right. to the get to the sticks. Which, hey, that's the kind of progress we're looking for in a victory Monday. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're talking there about. It is. Yes. Yes. See? Good. Sure. Things are good and they're happening on a victory Monday as the Broncos <laughs> beat the Bears. It's Crackman and Lindahl.